CEO School, hosted by Sunira Madhani, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destinations for business professionals. Inspiring women to make their mark, CEO School gives you empowering stories and game-changing strategies from top-tier female leaders. CEO School is here to help close the gender gap in the business world because when women prosper, we all prosper. Dive into the latest episode where Sunira Madhani sits down with Maya Manel of Nav.it, an app that's changing how women manage money and mental wellness. Whatever episode you choose, CEO School is your roadmap to level up in leadership. Listen to CEO School wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Techish. Abedessi and Michael are taking a short break from recording, but don't worry, we're still delivering the Techish goodness you know and love. And this week, we're shouting out Black Excellence. From hair care founders to TikTok stars, we're looking on the big moves across the diaspora. We hope you enjoy the episode. Let us know your thoughts using hashtag Techish on socials. So this week, I went to the Beyonce concert. Ooh. I went all the way to Sutherland, a place nice I've never boys. been to before, and I took my girl to go. Nice. And, um, You're a nice boyfriend. Yeah, I am. Listen, the price of them tickets, that was the <laughs> price of a kidney. I'm telling you, that was expensive <laughs> as F. Bruh. Anyways, it was a fantastic concert. Obviously, I'm just shocked at the vocal range and just uh, like, I'm not even part I of the beehive like that, but I'm just like, damn, you're singing live. And you know what? I'm a Michael Jackson fan and I would watch like his concerts from around roughly the same age as he was when he was with, as Beyonce. Mm. He weren't singing live at that age in his 40s. Yeah. He was still dancing, but the voice probably wasn't as what it used mm. to be. So the fact that Beyonce is going so strong at, you know, I'm not going to act like 40 is ancient, but listen, like to be able to dance and think like I'm 35, I'm feeling it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> my knees ain't what they used to be. My back ain't what it used to be. So I'm like, listen, she, 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 she's one of the goats for damn sure. And I was, listen, I'm a business person in it. So it's so bad, but I'm sitting there just calculating how much oh, money she's yeah. making. I'm looking at Bang. the stadium. Bang. I'm like, there's like 50,000 people Printing in here, 40,000 people in here. Each ticket probably is like a hundred, two hundred dollars. She's doing it in at a stadium. Least. Yeah, and she, at least. And she's doing it in a stadium of light, which is like uh, a not main arena. It's not like Wembley Stadium. Mm. It's a very like, you know, she probably got a good deal. Mm. So I was calculating. I was like, she probably made like at least like three, four million just from this show. Wow. Don't quote me on that figure. And obviously she's doing how many shows is she's doing? Yeah. So like, she's probably making like 90 million, 100 million of this show. Yeah. So then I was discussing with my girlfriend. Obviously the show was amazing. And I was discussing with my girl and we were like, I wonder why Rihanna is like not doing stuff like this. Mm. And it struck me because Rihanna don't make money performing Rihanna makes money on product of course so when you're making money on product yeah. you can sit at home you can raise your babies and obviously we're all going home Savage Fenty check out Stripe check out paper, blah, 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 oh, yeah. and Rihanna's getting a cut and it doesn't make a difference you don't need to be on stage Burning so I think 5,000 calories exactly right so like yeah I don't know there's no real discussion there but I just found that so fascinating like even though it's, Beyonce's making amazing money yeah. I feel like with the Ivy Park thing like it was just basically her trying to get into that Rihanna lane which is like I don't need to be doing this yeah. in my 40s basically touring up and down the world which is I'm sure she, she enjoys mm. and it's great that our fans get to see that but like what's your thought from a high level if you were advising Beyonce or if you were advising yeah. like what would you say to or is it just keep doing your thing this is great well you know Beyonce posted on Instagram last week a very cryptic post mm. uh, she's sitting in a chair you know fixing her hair and you swipe across and you see a handwritten note from her and it says you know a lot of people don't know that I grew up helping out at my mom's hair salon yes hair is really important to me and always has been oh, yeah she's pivoting to hair isn't and she and some people are thinking that Beyonce might be dropping a hair product line Wig Which, game. to be honest, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. I buy Tracy Ellis Ross pattern because I like her curls. So she, Tracy Ellis. She's got Tracy hair product. I know that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's got hair products. So, yeah. Leave-in conditioner, shampoo Damn. conditioner, you name it. You know, for people with, you know, Afro persuasion hair and also just curls and whatever. It's great. Love it. Mm, but yeah, amazing. it's it's about time Beyonce came out with a product line. You know, I think there's like the old guard and the new guard in a way. And 
Beyonce to some degree represents like the old guard where it was about artistry, you know, like she acted in the movies, she did soundtracks and she performed and and she's like, I'm an artist, I'm an artist. And perhaps there was a mindset that putting your name on something like I remember Britney Spears had a perfume and stuff. It's like, you don't want that thing to end up discounted on the shelf of a Kmart. Yes. Right. Because it it feels like it's cheapening your brand. So I can understand why there was probably a bit of reluctance at first for some of these artists, Mm -hmm. icons to get into consumer products. Yeah. But the consumer marketplace has changed a lot and you can actually have a lot more control of the process end to end just because of innovation and technology and stuff like that and direct to consumer market blowing up. So I feel like now, you know, Beyonce doesn't have to have that fear of, God, what if I make something and it doesn't work out and it ends up in the clearance aisle of whatever? Because I think that's the kind of thing that so mm. many people just don't ever want to have. Yeah, true. But if you control the supply, you control the product, you control the delivery, Ownership. then you can like control all of that. So I feel like maybe it's about finding the right timing for someone of her level and the legacy she wants to build to enter the market and the timing is now. And the right product. Because I think what she was doing with Adidas just didn't make sense. Yeah. I never thought Adidas, Beyonce tracksuit. Like I just, there was no correlation between those two things. But crazy in love. She yeah, had, like, I guess so. Wine, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Let's see. I mean, listen, if Beyonce wants to give us a consultant fee, we'll be more than happy to help. If you are following the news of hair care brand Miel, you might know that since going viral on TikTok, they have been acquired by Procter and Gamble. So this has caused quite a riff in the black community. Now, some of y'all might be old enough to remember Carol's daughter before it was acquired too. As someone who has, you know, textured hair, I spent a lot of my childhood struggling to find hair products that worked for me. And I was so happy when my little sister introduced me to Carol's daughter leave-in conditioner. I was still a student in London at the time. I think she was still in high school in America. And she would mail me bottles of this leave-in conditioner and it would just give my curls the bounce that they needed. Ugh, it was joyful. But then Carol's daughter got acquired. And when it got acquired, I don't know what they did to the recipe. I'm guessing they had to make it more profitable. They had to make it more scalable. But let's just say my curls were not bouncing the way they used to. Some people say that, you know, when black hair care products get acquired by these big mainstream brands, they get whitewashed. It happened with Shea Moisture. Shea Moisture was an independent black brand for textured hair, curly hair, afro hair. It got acquired and then got a lot of heat for a campaign that featured mostly white people, I think one person of color, and people said, not again, not another amazing independent black brand getting whitewashed for the mainstream. So when Miel Organics announced that it will be joining Procter & Gamble Beauty alongside long time famous brands like Always and Olay, a collective groan shouted out across Black Twitter. This is because people just felt like, here it happens again. Finally, we get something that works for us, that's good, that's in the community. But look, let's face it, capitalism isn't going anywhere. When entrepreneurs like myself build a business, we often do have an exit in mind, whether that's cashing out, eventually selling on, being acquired, being acquired. Growth is a sign of success in this system that we're operating in. And I am not going to hate on the founders of Miel Organics, because let's face it, as much as we need Black-owned brands and products that cater to us, we also need rich Black people. We need rich Black people and rich brown people to have influence in the world, to shape politics, to shape legal systems, to shape society. And every time a Black brand 
gets acquired by a bigger business, we make more black millionaires and future, hopefully, black billionaires. So let's not hate on that, okay? Let's not hate on that. Another organic hair care brand will eventually arrive and y'all can flock to that if this one gets too whitewashed and then pray that they get an exit too and move on to the next one. So let's celebrate black exits. Let's celebrate growth. Y'all will be fine. Y'all will be fine. Your hair will be fine. You can make your own products if it means that much to you. That's my hot take. But if you disagree, make sure you jump in the chat using hashtag techish on Twitter or tag us on any platform at techishpod. Companies are under pressure right now. Pressure to get more leads, close deals faster, and get better insights to create the best experience for customers. A CRM can help, but not just any CRM. One that is easy to set up, intuitive to use, and customizable to the way you do business. That's where HubSpot comes in. HubSpot CRM is easy for everyone to use on day one and helps teams to be more productive. Drag and drop your way to attention-grabbing emails and landing pages. Set up marketing automations to give every contact white glove treatment. Plus, AI-powered tools like Content Assistant means less time spent on tedious manual tasks and more time for what matters, your customers. HubSpot CRM has all the tools you need to wow prospects, lock in deals, and improve customer service response times. Get started for free today at HubSpot.com. Are you looking for a company that offers more than just a job? Apply to Asana, a leading work management platform that is pioneering the future of work. Asana is headquartered in San Francisco with offices in New York City, London, Dublin and more. And they're hiring in all departments right now. Millions of teams around the world rely on Asana to collaborate and achieve their biggest goals together. And this is your opportunity to be a part of something big right now. Asana understands the importance of building community in the workplace which is why their black, Latin and multicultural ERGs are dedicated to supporting employees, building connections and organising events that bring them together. At Asana, you'll work with people who genuinely care about your success. And it's not just about personal growth, it's also about making a positive impact. Asanas are passionate about building technology that solves big problems for big organisations and creating meaningful change in the world. Visit asana.com jobs today to explore open roles at Asana and elevate your career. Shout out Javi Lame. I hope I said that right. Senegalese Italian dude who went from losing his job to gaining 100 million followers Insane. as a full-time silent TikToker. He's not even Don't singing speak. and dancing. He's just making informative videos, doing his thing, entertaining millions of people. Now an estimated net worth of $2 million. That's more than us, Michael. What are you doing wrong? <laughs> no, apparently his net worth, it's not his net worth. He makes one to $2 million per post, they're saying, if he did sponsored post. Uh, so he probably is worth damn. considerably a lot more. Um, and as, uh, he's basically like Mr. Bean. You know, Mr. Bean like was so popular. Love because, Mr. Bean! Because Physical he, humor. He never said nothing. That works in, you know, the Middle East. That works in Africa. That works in Asia. That works in Europe. That works in the Americas. Like everyone can understand Mr. Bean. I think Rowan Atkinson is like super duper famous like globally just because of that. Yeah. And this is the model that he's doing. He shout is. out to him. Well, we're going to shout out my boy, NERD's finest, Pharrell Williams, on his new appointment replacing well i guess not replacing but taking over what was virtual abril's role yeah as creative director virtual Abloh, rest of, in peace. Um, louis vuitton yeah rest in peace virtual Abloh. but this is exciting because for Alf williams for as long as we've known him really has been a fashion icon hasn't he like he has been he's he, from day one yeah that's true 
And now he finally, I mean, I saw him in the flyest outfit. I think it was, he was, it was like some kind of like hot pink Pepto-Bismol colored sheep fleecy uh, tracksuit. I think it was like from the Grammys after party of someone. But anyway, he's always looking fresh. He's always looking good, barely aging. And now he gets to put all of his creative juices and energy into his new role at the helm of Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton, yeah. Are Louis Vuitton it... still popping like they used to? I don't know. I'm not into, I'm not into fashion luxury. No, 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 no. But what I will say, that position is is very interesting because that was Kanye's dream position oh, many really? years ago. Virgil Abloh as kind of like his understudy slash young oh, young person that he was kind of mentoring. And then Virgil went and got that position. And I think that led to jealousy between the two of them. Mm. So cause, and now obviously Pharrell's kind of succeeding Virgil in that role. And obviously Kanye's in the outskirts in the whole kind of fashion world. And some people say that Pharrell is the guy that Kanye thinks he is in the sense that Pharrell is also that producer. <laughs> Pharrell is also the actual fashion icon. Yeah. Pharrell is also, but he's doing it in his unproblematic way and yeah. just staying looking young forever in it, man. So maybe Pharrell will finally renegotiate his terms with Khalees now that he's at the helm. Of- oh, you're right. I forgot about I'm that controversy. You'd be still in her queens for real. I mean, you know, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to revisit that conversation. But anyway, Khalees is doing well with her farm. She's vibing. She's got a farm, hasn't she? Yeah. Do you follow her on the like, grams? Like, her grams amazing her gram just gives me life i was just like i just wish i lived in america so it was more reasonable to order stuff from her business but i have been looking right. at her swag store because okay. she got some cute swag but yeah she's living her best life creating organic foods organic recipes she's still in the studio she's doing all sorts of bits she has two dogs biscuit and gravy um she's great <laughs> social media is so funny you can really have that kind of like but they call it parasocial relationship with someone you don't oh, know no, yeah i hear naming their dog <laughs> she don't know you what about your homies Oh, he's my backside. Anyways, let's wrap it up there. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, let us know your thoughts on socials. Use hashtag Techish or find us at TechishPod.